You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Cranberry Radio presents CEO Coach, a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding the finances, set up the staffing, our CEO coaches will break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup management and development, the founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach. I'm Jillian Music, co-founder of Moz and Bread Approved and CEO at Outlines Venture Group. I'm here with my friend and colleague, Ann Kennedy, president of Outlines Venture Group, author of Global Search Engine Marketing and co-founder of the world's largest consortium of digital marketing companies. Together, we're serial entrepreneurs helping online companies to launch, grow, pivot and thrive. Find out more at outlinesventure.com. Hello, Ann. What's in your mind today? Hi, Jillian. Well, usually we talk about how to tune up your startup on this show, how to be a better leader and other management things that sort of go with, you know, the CEO coach, right? Mm-hmm. But if you'll indulge me, I'd like us to pause today and look at a very large issue that affects all startups and all tech and we could probably say all business as well. Okay. What's that? Diversity. We're talking about diversity both in gender and ethnicity in tech companies and management. About a year ago, we did a show on diversity in high-tech companies based on research from Fortune magazine. Um, I'm going to put the link to that show on our Facebook page in case people want to see what we said last year. Uh, We noted that U.S. tech companies fall far short of parity on both gender and race in their workplaces, Uh, particularly um, with the races we're talking about underrepresented minorities, namely African-Americans and Hispanic-Americans. So, bluntly, major U.S. tech companies have been and remain white boys' games. It's a programmer that's bro-grammar culture that's really pretty unwelcoming to their sisters. And I'm still hearing women engineers talk about this when they talk about working in Mm -hmm. tech companies. Now, to be fair, U.S. tech companies have more jobs 
than the U.S. labor force can fill. You know, this is a problem mm-hmm. stemming, and I use the term STEM on purpose, from the sorry state of education in math, science, and critical thinking in this country. So much so that we need to import engineers to build our IT. Yes, that is true. I talk about that a lot. It's our dirty little secret, this uh, need to bring in others. Yes, we cannot educate our own. And I know we've heard from guests who are recruiters that this is really a deep-seated problem. You know, sorrier still is that it's not enough uh, that, you know, enough girls go into math and engineering in school and in SERPs, right? Last year, for example, at PubCon, I think uh, you raised the issue of gender parity. Is that right? I did indeed. Um, It's a, a panel that I'm on again this year called Acquiring Enterprise Level Talent at PubCon in Las Vegas. Um, and when I finished my uh, my presentation last year, the CTO of Edmunds.com, you know, the, the car mm-hmm. information company, yeah. um, raised his hand during the Q&A to say that he had found putting more women on his team made the company more money. Mm-hmm. And and, and the more women he added, the more their profits went up. It was wonderful. So his question was, where do I find more women? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say it really is a problem. And as you say, it stems from the lack of education and from the lack of funneling people through to the right kinds of professions and getting the training they need. So it is a very early stage problem. Um, I don't know. where Where do we begin? I'm maybe we have to uh, say uh, coding is the new pretty. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's so possible. Anyway, mm-hmm. Let's let's uh, look at what, if anything, has changed in a, in about a year. Okay. Um, I also will take a look at some new programs launched to tackle just this issue, and the, these may be of interest to our startup CEOs as diversity is good for business, according to McKinsey. So we'll have more of that in the second half. So here's where we stand. Um, In 2015, Fortune surveyed nine major U.S. tech companies from Pinterest to LinkedIn to Airbnb, finding on average women comprised about one-third of the workforces there and at best only 29% of leadership roles. This is an average across all the nine companies. Airbnb topped the list with a nearly 50-50 split, and Intel ranked last for the second consecutive year with just under 24% women workers and 16.8% in leadership roles. While, sorry, Jillian, Microsoft, your neighbor Mm -hmm. in Seattle, was firmly last with just 12.5% women in leadership jobs. Yes, and Microsoft is known to be very challenged in its corporate culture and its processes, um, and they're drumming the women out. I hear from it again and again. And not just drumming women out, but drumming out men who believe that it isn't the right way to go. So mm-hmm. minorities have a larger share of the jobs, uh, up to as much as 49% in LinkedIn, but the share of leadership uh, remains similarly lackluster. Yes. So last year, Apple was notably absent from the survey, but followed up releasing a report this year noting that 32% of its workforce are women and 21% are black or Hispanic. That's only about one percentage point over 2015. 
Okay. Leadership at Apple remains 62% male and 67% white. However, the new hires that are women in the I world are up from 31% to 37% in two years, and underrepresented minority new hires are up from 21% to 27%. These are not numbers that are going to blow you away, but at least the needle's moving in the right direction. Yeah, I was going to say this is slow progress, but at least something's happening. Yeah. So uh, other tech giants, um, I think Facebook's leadership is 73% male, 71% white. And at Google, 66% of leadership is male and 70% is white. Those are stunningly awful numbers. They certainly are. I was curious about some other companies. Uh, for example, IBM you know, famously headed, headed by Ginny Rometty. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I have known um, IBM from the inside for many years as I was a consultant to them um, back in the 90s. And I know that they have had a long history of encouraging particularly gender diversity and women's leadership. So they've never released exact data but they consistently rate in the top companies in a list called Diversity Inc. And the average percentage of women um, to rank in the top in uh, Diversity Inc. is has to be uh, 46% and management 41%. So their numbers are better than um, some of the ones that we've just talked about. Um, mm-hmm. Etsy, I was also interested interested in, they report that 54% of their workforce is women and 50% are in management. So Mm -hmm. these are um, encouraging numbers in some companies and not so encouraging in others. Yeah. Um, So, you know, there've been some notable, you know, progress and so on. I think there's a lot more to be done. Um, I noted at Moz, for example, this year, um, and in the last years as well, uh, this is just a, you know, a small to mid-sized company, right? It's, it's really not uh, a major piece, but it is rather a thought leader in the field. Um, so if you get kind of the, the major player to start in a particular direction, others do tend to move forward. And one of the things I noted was that uh, there was a, um, a statement made uh, two years ago that there were going to be more women on the stage. And then last year, the statement came that said um, it was insufficient and that uh, they were not pleased with the progress and that next year there would be a minimum of 50%. And this year, there was over 50% of women on the stage. The curriculum was very tight, very technical, um, you know, reflecting the focus of the company returning to a very technical issue of SEO rather than the broader issues. And um, the the reports, if you will, from the sessions was coming back uh, across the board that it was extremely good. So I was very pleased, but it took a, um, a statement that just said, you know, we're going to do something and then saying our something was insufficient and then just putting a hard number in the sand. The other interesting thing is that the CEO, Rand Fishkin, came out on stage wearing a T-shirt that said just one word, feminist. Good for him. 
Right. So that's an intriguing thing. Rather than wearing a Moz t-shirt to his own conference, he was wearing this word feminist. And he makes no bones about it. He tweets about it. He, uh, you know, is constantly discussing it from the stage in interviews at the office and so on. Um, It takes... You know, it takes more than just saying uh, we're going to address a subject within a meeting and then going away. It takes an integration into one's uh, being, if you will, to really say, no, this is a big focus for me and this is going to change. So, you know, he doesn't talk a lot about whether or not it makes the company more money, but he does talk about the fact that it needs to change and that it certainly is worth a lot more money. Well, in so fact, that's it. We have hard numbers that we will talk about after the break from McKinsey. That does make companies more money. So uh, we have to take a break for our sponsors. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjorge, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjorgeDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. It's time to take your ad testing out of the Mesozoic era and into the Ezoic era. Ezoic is the world's first machine learning platform, creating tailored ad combinations to monetize your website. Our automated ad testing not only boosts ad income, but increases page views, improves bounce rate, and will impress the user experience. Start your 30-day free trial today at ezoic.com and join thousands of publishers who are already earning 60% more with Ezoic. That's ezoic.com. Ezoic, make your website smarter. Ezoic is a Google certified publishing partner. Pick out some new favorite podcasts now at cranberry.fm. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to CEO Coach. We're talking about diversity in tech and what progress is being made and where we've got to go. So what else have you got, Dan? What are the numbers around this? Well, McKinsey, as I mentioned, um, did a report on why diversity matters. And the why is it's good for business. McKinsey found that gender diverse companies outperform their peers by 15% and ethnically diverse ones by 35%. This is research from 2015. So this is... Okay, so yeah, let's just let that settle in again, right? Gender diverse companies outperform their peers. That should be good enough. And double digits, 15% 15%, and 35% absolutely blow me away numbers. Yep. This is not 1% and 2% difference, folks. This is not in the noise level. 15%, if you put some ethnic diversity onto the field, 35%. 
right? That's astounding. Yep. What this says is, you know, I, I make light of it a lot. I talk about the mutt being the strongest animal. You know, don't go out and get a thoroughbred. They don't last long. They're difficult to, you know, take care of and so on and so forth. It really is the mutt that is the strongest. It's in humans, right? It's in dogs. It's in pets of all kinds. And it turns out that it's in companies as well. Mix it up, folks. There's power in that. Well, you know, and there's a, I, while you're talking about that, I just have to throw in there's a really strong parallel in agriculture. The biodiverse farms uh, are uh, produce more sustainable uh, sources of, of food than the uh, single, you know, uh, uni-diverse uni, uh, ones. Right. And when all else fails, just think about the Habsburgs with the hooked nose and the chins that couldn't eat and so on and so forth. <laughs> it breeding is bad news. Yeah. And what about those sixth fingers? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> All right. Insanity. So, right. Yeah. Breeding's bad news. Get yourself yeah. some diversity on that team. Go out and be proactive about it. Make it part of what you say and part of what you do. So. Okay. So okay. there are people doing things about this. It's so exciting this year to um, hear about these things. And I'm going to talk about a couple. I'm, I know there are more and time will not permit us to uh, uh, include them all. One of the most um, uh, interesting and outstanding uh, uh, efforts is called projectinclude.org. And it was launched uh, in second quarter of 2016, it's fairly recent, by prominent Silicon Valley women. Um, among them, Erica Joy Baker at Slack, um, Ellen Powell, who we might remember was the one who mm -hmm. sued Kleiner Perkins for gender discrimination and lost, but she's back. Mm -hmm. um, Susan Wu, um, Tracy Chow at Pinterest. Um, and these, uh, this group is really focusing on um, um, CEOs and management of early to mid-stage mid startups. So what is it they're doing by focusing on these you know, uh, early and mid-stage startups? Are they placing women and uh, uh, people of both genders of uh, diverse backgrounds into companies, or are they just working with the companies to help them do it? Okay, it's even better than that. Because if you, you know, we're talking about companies largely based on some form of engineering, right? Yeah. So if you want to talk to engineers, you have to give them stuff they understand. So what right. Project Include um, has is proposing is adopting a set of comprehensive metrics across tech to track multiple dimensions by gender and race. And these multiple dimensions include things like, I mean, other than the obvious salary and, you know, and that sort of thing, um, equity investing rates, boards of directors, candidate pools and hiring funnels, uh, voluntary and involuntary attrition, and then, of course, promotions, complaint resume, uh, resolutions, and um, and of course, employee count and management. And what they are inviting now is they're inviting CEOs to join them, share information, and track progress over time. And we'll put the link up to projectinclude.org on our Facebook page. Uh, this, I think, is one of the most interesting things to come down the pike because it aggregates information. It's going to standardize the counting across 
the companies aggregate the information and then they can share information and sharing information will bring out new resources and make everybody stronger. So I think this is a very interesting um, development. And I wish that which is about. measured can be improved. And if we get good data in, we'll get solid data out. Makes all kinds of sense. Yes. And if I didn't say it forcefully enough before, what interests me is the depth of the data they want to collect. You know, mm-hmm. This is not superficial. This is looking at how companies function with regard to uh, the uh, gender and uh, ethnicity. And that kind of deep um, profile, if you will, I think will make a, a reason and a way, show the way to a positive change. I would agree. And um, it, it's also kind of notable that we're no longer looking just at that a company is more profitable when one has gender uh, diversity and um, background diversity, but how that affects it. And so we're getting to the second level of questions, this deeper understanding. I think that's a really good sign. So meanwhile, there's a man named Anwan Simmons, um, who is formerly a technologist at Accenture and Deloitte. And he says... Don't wait for the C-suite to help you. Instead, he recommends a a set of leadership behaviors by everyday people with everyday power to lend their privilege to those who have not yet acquired that power. Briefly, what he's talking about is to include them. Aha! You know, it Mm -hmm. seems so simple. He talks about three ways to do this. For example... Uh, leaders can lend credibility by drawing positive positive attention to another's work and sharing the spotlight. Uh, maybe okay. inviting someone to co-present to the boss. Now, understanding okay. when he's talking about that someone, that someone will be an underrepresented minority or a woman. Yes. And that does make sense. Because one of the things we note is that women are hired at lower salaries. People of color are hired at lower salaries, uh, certain specific uh, ethnic backgrounds, and so on. So they begin at lower levels. And then while they may be doing the same work or even more work as others, they are not given the promotions and they're not given the salary increases and they're not given the titles. By proactively seeking out specific human beings and saying, you know what, there is a real good chance that we've got a lot of talent in here we're not tapping, right? By thinking about it proactively and having them spotlighted, uh, co-presenting, things like that, you begin to bring forward the fact that these are valuable members of the community and then this other stuff begins to fall away. He's quite right. Make it a proactive effort. Another one is to lend access to information or expertise that will increase another's knowledge about the field or the company, um, such as specialized research, an invitation to an executive meeting that's exclusive. Expertise Mm -hmm. lending is when you give another the chance to shine, such as Mm -hmm. leading a project for you. This kind of empathetic leadership amounts to a grassroots movement of individual people making changes based on their sense of fairness. And it's good Mm -hmm. for all. Lending privilege, Simmons says, is an act of generosity that amplifies everyone's strength. That's an elegantly put statement. I love that. 
Yeah, an act of generosity. So mm-hmm. um, there's a group called Nonprofit Code 2040 based in San Francisco. They're seeking to match black and Latino women and men to internship opportunities. We'll put their link up as well. In an impressive list of host companies, among them Foursquare, Etsy, Facebook, SurveyMonkey, Airbnb, Groupon, and I could go on and on and on. Um, they point out that by 2040, uh, African Americans and Hispanic Americans will be 40%, 40% of the U.S. population, and they aim. The group aims to prepare these underrepresented minorities for good jobs in tech. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant, because inclusion into a uh, society of, if you will, capability, power, financial um, prosperity, and so on, is critical to the survival of the country. And if we continue to ignore such large segments of the population, or any segment of the population, again, we don't get that good mutt. All we get is inbreeding into different sectors. Absolutely foolish. So this makes all kinds of good sense. So we need to take a break now, and then we'll come back uh, with a couple more tips for our listeners, because we don't like to leave anyone without something concrete to do. So the CEO coach, and we'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO coach after this. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising, or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at WMETraining.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrand. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Synergize your search engine education from 101 to Rockstar level. Only on Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to CEO Coach. We've been talking about diversity, uh, and you're going to be presenting on this subject again at PubCon this year. Um, and I guess, uh, you know, before you get there, maybe you could share a few tips on exactly what our listeners can do about this very specific issue. Um, it's a broader issue. As you said, it affects everybody and every company in the entire field. Um, but what does one do about it? Well, at a Fortune Roundtable this summer, um, executives gathered to discuss solving the diversity gap. So, honestly, the conversation is being had. What I said last year at PubCon in front of the group was, I just want the conversation to begin. And now it has. But the problem 
said NEA partner Melissa Taunton is that white males in the U.S. need to stand up to make real change happen. Um, and that is uh, why uh, what you mentioned in the first segment about Rand Fishkin and Moz is so encouraging that, you know, he stood up to make it happen. Um, Twitter Vice President Jeffrey Simonoff recommended recruiting by reaching to the perimeters of people who are really strong and really qualified. And he said that's not happening today. Okay. He also pointed out that to achieve a diversity in tech, you're going to need support from those who are overrepresented, namely the white males. And yes. you need to fix the pipeline to create a critical mass. So for each of our listeners in their own companies, uh, we have a few tips. Uh, first, clarify your own diversity mission. Help the people in your company understand what you're attempting to solve. Now, this may seem like a tall order on top of solving the problem that your company is uh, has been uh, uh, created to solve, but remember that 15% and that 35%, you will be doing more for your company by addressing the diversity mission and, as you say, becoming a mutt you know, of a diverse Correct. amount of DNA than you will ever be if you remain uh, just uniform and homogeneous. Yes, I, I totally agree. Um, clarifying your own diversity mission, but perhaps putting it into place, making sure everybody you know, really understands what's going on at your company and how they can help to do the same thing. Average people with average amounts of uh, uh, power, isn't that what you said, Anne? You know, it's, it's everyday the ordinary folks. Everyday power, yeah. There you go. Everyday yeah. people, everyday power. All right, what's next? Well, so related to that is create an empathetic environment where people have a voice in your company. Uh, that That's important for all employees, but especially as you reach outside the cultures that you understand, you know, that are your native cultures, um, create an empathetic environment. Let people be heard. Um, There are many, many uh, things that we've talked about how to do that with communication. We won't go into that now, but make sure people have a voice in your company. Right. Awful lot of that is about making sure that they're not being shut down by others and that um, stronger uh, personalities or more confident personalities make way for more timid personalities. That could be among any gender, among any uh, background and so on. This is not just an ethnic and gender thing, but around that, um, how should I say, uh, generosity of spirit that lets others share their information, their feelings, their questions, all of those kinds of things. And that will open the door for everybody. And um, as you do that, remember to lend your privilege to those who do not yet have power. Uh, Share your spotlight. You will benefit in the long run from that kind of generosity as well. 
Okay. And then defining that as we have a lot of CEOs listening to this show, I'd say defining that, uh, you know, this lend your privilege among your staff would be a really important thing as well. So what you want to say is everybody here gets a chance to present. Everyone here is almost obligated to. Uh, I'm working with one company where that's exactly what goes on. The uh, CEO says everybody must present and not everybody's happy about it. But it does get everybody up into a stage to share what they do and their expertise with the rest of the company. It's working quite well, not just to create redundancies, uh, but to create understandings of different roles and models of how the company is working and how everybody's work affects the other. And then it has this ancillary effect of making sure that every single person must do the same thing. And you find hidden power and hidden talent in there. And before we go today, let's uh, remind and encourage uh, our CEOs to get involved with groups like projectinclude.org or Code2040 so that they can track and share information and contribute to the solution and access talent. And that's the answer to the question that you were asked. Where do I find more women? Well, you'll find women and men of all backgrounds and all talents at places like um, Code2040 and ProjectInclude.org. When you get involved, you find yourself with roads to access. So valuable to your company. And with that, we've got to call it a day for at CEO Coach here. So this has been a seriously interesting uh, topic, Anne. I know that you're going to cover this topic again at PubCon in Las Vegas in 2016. I suspect you'll be talking about it again in 2017. Let's see where we'll head. That's it for this Monday morning at CEO Coach. We'd like to thank our producers at Cranberry Radio for their ongoing support. You can download these shows at cranberry.fm forward slash shows forward slash CEO dash coach. You can also find us at iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many other places around the web. You can find links and more on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash CEO Coach podcast. Stop by, hit that like button so we know you're out there. Tell us what you'd like to hear on CEO Coach. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy, and you can find out more about how we help companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at outlinesventure.com. Till next week. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.